On this week's episode of Bungalow in the Bus, John is out and Mike is back in. I'm hanging out at MegaCon. <laughs> Come find me. Woo! Welcome to another episode of Bungalower and the Bus. This is Brandon O'Connor from Bungalower.com, and with me today is Mike Donahue. Also from Bungalower.com. That's true. Uh, John Busdecker is off on another vacation. Uh, <laughs> that's be what, nice. <laughs> when you're When you're rich and work for the man... That's what happens. Did he take the private plane this time, or this is? I think this is on his own. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, his uh, his employer, Mister Mo Dewitt, who just called Mo, our, our official uh, attorney for Bungalow in the Bus, uh, is also a pilot. So sometimes they get to go fly places. I didn't know in a he flew the jet. plane. I just knew he had the plane. Yeah, no, that's yeah, cool. He'll fly it. <laughs> he, when they go to Tampa or Key West and places like that, they're generally hopping in. Hopping in the air. That's cool. Yeah, here on Bungalow on the Bus, we talk about all the top headlines in Orlando's downtown bungalow neighborhoods. We're in the North Quarter today, which is uh, kind of uptown. Uh, <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, almost Ivanhoe Village, yeah. if you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, it's where that Orange Orange Avenue kind of curves around by the uh, uh, Statue of Liberty mm-hmm. and, and, and almost hits Colonial Drive. There's a name for that armpit of a district, and it's North Quarter. Which is where our office is. Um, <laughs> what, what are you processing? No, no. I, I, what, what is the the piece called? The the art piece there that kind of makes that border between North Orange and Ivanhoe. Is that it's what we're talking Statue about? The of of, oh, it's called the Statue of Liberty. Well, it's a mini Statue of Liberty. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I, it was a gift. I, I think the JCs or France? something. No. Okay. No. <laughs> the 1800s. France Epcot. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> gave it as a gift here. <laughs> People put jerseys on it sometimes. Okay. Yeah, I got a little bit of a cough left. Uh, I, you know, I'm getting better. I, after we recorded last week uh, at Yoga High, I was definitely sick, but I'll tell you what, it got crazy. So <laughs> if, if, you're try- if you haven't gotten that flu yet, make sure you wash your face and your hands and your butt because you do not want to get the flu. <laughs> It is so crazy this year. Do you have a theory on where you got it from? Because you've been doing a lot of events Too recently. many things. Yeah. And I'm so nervous that I might have exposed anybody uh, else to it. Patient zero. Yeah. yeah. I'm, well, I'm definitely Typhoid Mary. <laughs> <laughs> typhoid Gary. <laughs> Spreading that whatever. Love juice. Uh, so I, I'm happily almost not sick. Uh, but we've been busy. Like we had the, I hosted Ram and Rumble. We did our Yoga High event. Faded Kingdom. Which was this great beer festival that we did yeah. uh, with our friends at Tactical Brewing in Baldwin Park. Mm-hmm. And Mike, I couldn't have done it without you. That was like that was right before it got real bad for, oh, my, yeah. for my And food. you were definitely you were clearly sick that day already, but <laughs> oh, speaking <yeah>. of <laughs> I wish I should but uh, I was the MC. Yeah, so a lot of time on the mic, which people loved. The problem was people loved it so much they wanted to come over and shake your hand. Shake and my like, hand, don't, and I kept telling them, "Yeah, please don't, don't touch me, <laughs> yeah. get away from me, I'm a monster." That's kind of, but the people love that too. Yeah, they're, they're, like, they're like, "Oh, you're so funny, oh, you're so yeah. funny, you're Let not that you. sick." I'm like, yeah, like, no kissing. <laughs> yeah. I'm like almost collapsing. You know, it was, it was just, fun though. You did a great job. Considering. Thank you. It was busy. I think they had like four thousand people. Oh yeah, look nuts. <laughs> We had we did a little VIP area and we had to we had to bounce people from it and I felt bad because at some point there just wasn't a way there wasn't anywhere to else stand. for them to go yeah 
which is like kind of how they presented it. We had an area that you could come to if you had your bungalow or buddy keychain, uh, and, and you'd be right by the matches because yeah. we had these these guys dressed up in full plate armor, MMA fighters, just beating the hell out of each other, mm-hmm. uh, as we always do. There were the Florida Rogue Knights, and then we brought some friends from all over the, the, the world. Yeah, there was an English group, white... I'm going to get it wrong. White um, walkers. I don't know. White, I don't know either. <laughs> something it was something like, like that. White than a white knight, yeah. which I thought was a little bit oh, suspicious. Yes. <laughs> you know, when you see people who look like Nordics, you know, you always wonder if they start saying white stuff, you're like, well, is this a racism right, thing? Yeah. Or is, what is this? Yeah. What do we do? <laughs> but if people were mad I wasn't in drag. Yeah. Uh, but I was just happy to be there. I didn't want to, ultimately, Mike, the reason I went was because <laughs> you didn't really want to do that event anyway. And I was like, if I don't go to this and Mike has to host this yeah, tent all by himself, he would quit right now. Well, not even host the tent, but like, ass- assumedly someone would take over on the microphone because I would not do that. <laughs> <laughs> would it wouldn't. Just those fighters. And they yeah, think probably. they know and what they, they're they doing. And they handle it pretty well. They're good, but they're just two straight shooters. It gets too scientific, you know? Like, you have to throw in the whole, like, hey, they're touching tips with yeah, the swords kind the of commentary. commentary. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you call it? <laughs> White commentary. White commentary. <laughs> uh, we have another Yoga High event coming up. I was fine not coughing all day, and now, and now that I'm talking, sudden, yeah. I can't stop coughing. Um, yoga High. Mm-hmm. It's sponsored by Cookies Cannabis. Yeah, you want to talk about it? You want me to? Sure. Yeah. So we're doing, Bungalow is doing an event called Yoga High. We're doing it the first and, uh, is it fourth? First and fourth First Wednesday. and fourth Wednesday of the month. And um, sponsored by Cookies, and it's a pretty accurate title for what it is. We go out yeah. to the Acre Orlando on Wednesday evenings. Um, if Smoke you, dope. If you have your medical marijuana card, you can come. It's $15, and you do guided meditation, yeah. guided breathing, guided inhalation and exhalation, if you're into that Look kind of thing. Look at you. I know. Uh, I was like, I don't want to call it that because it gets a little hokey pokey. Yeah. Uh, but the girls, our girls leading it, say, uh, Mandy Harlan, she's the medical marijuana mentor, and Sarah Burnett, uh, Acrosera, if you follow her on Instagram, uh, they're all about it. You know, your body's your temple. Uh, marijuana is a sacred herb, and it's put here to help us be better at, you know, bending and stuff. Yeah. Like, <laughs> be better both physically and spiritually. And because uh, you got to bend or you break. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> that, we should put that down. So we write that down. Yeah. Uh, and the first one was so fun. We I can't wait for the next one, and I should be better by then. Uh, February 7th. Tickets are going fast. Uh, if you have your medical marijuana card, you can buy the tickets right now through our website. There's a big ad of a dancing cheerleader smoking yeah. that you can click on. If you don't have your medical marijuana card, um, MCO Orlando is there on site and they can help you get signed They'll up for you your do medical it. marijuana card. And if card. you don't want, if you, if you don't want to risk it the day of, you can pre-book with them. Just say Yoga High when they call you to confirm, and you get fifty bucks off your your fee. It's not my scene, but it still. I was kind of jealous because it looked like a lot of fun so and very fun. chill and like, yeah. People keep asking me if you have to smoke marijuana to go. And I'm like, well, yeah, because we don't know who you are if you just show up. And again, you got to have your medical marijuana card to get in. Yeah. But also, why would you want to hang out there with a bunch of potheads unless you were partaking? Maybe that's some for some people. That's yeah, we might do a CBD one. The mm-hmm. girls want to do that where it doesn't have to be pot. And I get that. You know, if it's just open to anyone, you can still get a buzz. Um, but not right now. Yeah. Yeah. Right now we want a whole bunch of stoners <laughs> in tight stuff. 
Yeah, that's what we should have called it, stoners and tight stuff. Toners in tight <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. Am I sick again? Um, the newspaper just came out. The bungalow newspaper. Yeah. Yeah, it's literally outside right now. It just showed up. Oh, it's in a big old pallet. We've yeah. got to go deliver it now. Yeah. So it's the Valentine's Day issue. So we've got event guide, event guide flowchart, gift guide, uh, what else is on there? I don't know. Oh, key lime pie recipe key from Ace Cafe, Ace which Cafe. is closed now. Yeah. Probably the only good recipe they had. I yeah. don't want to. I'm not. They did have a good fish and chip. I never. I never went. Ever ever. No, it looked cool. And That's they, why it they closed. Were, I know. I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> they did a couple concerts there that were like, oh, that seems cool. Um, I know they were trying to do movie events with us at one point. And yeah, we, we did drive-in movies there oh, during right, the pandemic. Yeah. Actually, they were a great partner. Yeah. Oh well, you know there. <laughs> Okay, well, I should I should speak say speak ill of the dead. I'm gonna because they, they were all there was nothing happening in town when we were doing driving movies. Right. Nothing you could do was anything. High to COVID, high to COVID, yeah. and you and you couldn't go hang outside at the restaurants. You right. know, and people were nervous even to go in to go use the restrooms. And we uh, partnered with them. They were very excited to reopen. They mm-hmm. actually reopened for us. Uh, and then they they would close their kitchen without telling anybody. So oh. the whole thing was like you could get food there and yeah. bring the food out to your car. Uh, and they would just close the kitchen. They didn't tell anybody. And so we had all these people in their cars right, who came like, hungry yeah. to eat their on? food. And then they were closed. I was that drove me crazy. They did that twice. <laughs> um, well, now they're closed. So yeah, karma, karma. It's not my fault. It's their fault. Breathe, Brandon. Okay. <laughs> hey, you're doing uh, MegaCon stuff this weekend. Yeah, yeah. We got a bungalow as a press pass for all four days of MegaCon, so I went yesterday. I think you mean you have a press pass. Well, yeah. Yeah. Under bungalow, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, you're not allowed back after the way you dressed last year. Oh. That's what they said. No. <laughs> hey, I dressed as Uhura in a latex dress yeah, last and you year. you caused quite a stir among I did. <laughs> men of a certain age there. Remember all those old Ho. Ho. Oh, that's a big woman. Oh, that's a whole lot of woman. <laughs> like, like every single one. Yeah. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, audibly gasping. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I have a press pass for all four days. So I went uh, yesterday um, for the first day because it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, all this weekend. So Thursday is arguably supposed to be the least busy day. It's the first day of the community. First day. Yeah. A lot of people are still setting up, too. Uh you never know it because it took, uh, first of all, the main parking lot where the concourse is is full for the wow. whole weekend. So I had to park at a north concourse and walk about a mile and a half. Over that big bridge yeah. thing? Yeah. And then there is a... I, I pay the 50 bucks for that That's the thing. For that rickshaw. Yeah. 50 bucks for the rickshaw. Just to park at the other concourse is still $35. Wow. Um, with your press pass. Because they don't yeah. give you a good parking spot. <laughs> yeah. I tried. I, I said... I like flashed it to the parking attendant and they're like, okay. <laughs> uh, but so, yeah. So, and then... Uh, it is a mostly dry convention, which is a problem for me. Uh, I don't understand that. I, they, it was like that last year. Last year, they had one beer vendor. Dragon's it, Milk. Dragon's Milk, exactly. And they were licensed for it. And so on Saturday, when it's insane, the line to get a beer is like 30 minutes long. 
and it's yeah. even smaller. And people wait because there's nothing else to yeah, do. What else? I don't know why you wouldn't open more bars because there's a lot of revenue to you be had there. You make so much money. That's crazy. Were we going to pitch them that last year? We were we like, should. let's pitch them because we know people. There must there must be like a bidding process where like you just you, there's one beer vendor, but it's in let's a, ask Janie right now. We should. Let's send her a text and be like, hey, do you guys see another bar we got people that can do it right we're now? We're on our way. We'll split the fees. We'll sp- split the profit. Yeah, even. it's got to be money. something with the convention center and the vendors, I would guess. But anyways, yeah, it went. It's crazy already. And it, it's only, it was only Thursday. I'm sure today is crazy. Tomorrow, if you're planning on going, uh, my expert advice for tomorrow is go at like <laughs> 8 or 9 in the morning. Whoa. And like go get breakfast, park your car. That's not enough time to. You'd have to wake up at six just to put your cosplay on. It's just crazy. I went there last year on a Saturday. I ended up parking at a Chick Fil A and walking almost three miles to the convention center because you can't get anywhere close to it. Wow! And it's probably going to be busier this year. So either don't go would be my advice, but (laughs) it's definitely cool to check out. Why do you go, Mike? I've been going since I was like fifteen. Yeah, but why? What is it about MegaCon that that makes your heart? Tingle. Oh, I don't know. I, I, I'm honestly, I'm like, I think I've aged out of it now. At the time, I was just like a big comic book nerd, and it was much smaller, and uh-huh. you could get, and you cool. could talk to like the people who exactly. illustrated I met, it. Uh, yeah, I met a lot of like Steve McNiven, who I ran into yesterday, who did the art for Marvel. Wow, Todd ago. McFarlane. Todd McFarlane. I don't. I didn't see him. Frank Miller's there. Um, Scott. Do we like Frank Miller? I, I feel like people talk about him sometimes, and then they don't like him. He's the guy that does Hellboy. No, no, that's Mike Mignola. Oh, Frank yeah. Miller is like three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Dark Knight and all that stuff. I don't know. He's so. It's he did the old man, uh, Batman. Yeah. Frank Miller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. It's cool. It's it's. I Gosh, think I've the way you looked at me, like I was not cool anymore because I messed you? up yeah. who Frank, Frank Miller was. No, it's. Uh, I don't know why I go anymore to cover it. I like. I like being next to it there's still cool stuff to shop for it's just so big now that i'm only there for like an hour there's still like we tried to work with them last year there's this missing opportunity of having these people here and like getting them off megacon campus the yeah the the stars that they pull it's insane everyone from back to the future is here Uh, what are they doing when they're here probably hanging out by the pool i would assume right christopher lloyd's up there now i don't think he (laughs) but like the hobbits are here you know yeah well aren't they gimli's here this year gimli like don't they want to do stuff like i feel like we should i want to be the person that helps megacon hook those people up with cool things to do when they're not at megacon right Right? I don't know. My like, do they want to go vintage shopping? Do they want like? <laughs> do they just want a donut tour? Sure. Like, what do they want to do? I want to do it with them. I'm sh- I'm sure some of them would be open to it. My guess would be a lot of them are like they fly in, they do this, they fly back, and out. they fly back they, home. Yeah. I don't know why I just said black home, but fly back. You're still sick. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's cool. I if you've never been, I'd recommend it. If you're right. going for your first time, maybe don't go on Saturday. Is all. Want to talk news? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Uh, did you hear about this mo- this mom? Yeah. How uh, how do you know when? I- oh, you're because you have the list. I there. looked and then yeah, I read up a little bit about there's it. There's this mom at Tavares. I know this is not Orlando, but I just want to talk about sure. it. Uh, there's this, and it's our show. We can do whatever we want. Yeah, exactly. There's this mom who's not allowed to pick up her kids at her Christian school because of a decal on her car. Uh, uh, <laughs> what do you think about this? 
I feel so. <coughs> More for, context. The decal is her OnlyFans address, only and it's the entire. I saw a picture. It's the entire back window of her car. Yeah. So it's not like it's you, you can't miss it. Yeah. Miss um, Michelle Klein, or her as her OnlyFans fans call her. Yeah. Piper Fawn. <laughs> What a trashy name. Oh, Just way. a trashy that name. That reminds me, Piper Fawn reminds me. I was walking to get my press pass yesterday at Megacon. Oh, no. And there were people out front doing the typical, like, come join our church or uh-huh. whatever. And people, it was a bunch of nerds, and they didn't want to be... Like nerd church? No, 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 no. Like, people walking by didn't want to oh. be rude, and they were, like, socially awkward. So, they're like, oh, okay, thank you. So, they're taking all these pamphlets. And this one girl next to me goes, I didn't want to be rude, uh, so I took it. But they were talking about Christianity, and I'm a committed pagan. Uh-huh. <laughs> that sounds like the most megacon phrase I've committed ever heard. Pagan. Committed I'm pagan. I'm a committed pagan. But, committed to what? Like blood rituals? Yeah. What are you doing? Going out in the woods. But Piper Fawn sounds like a committed uh She's pagan. a committed OnlyFans pagan. <laughs> yeah. she, uh, she's been banned from picking up her kids at the private Christian school. Yes. Uh, and the parents are saying it's because it's distracting to the kids who are there for educational purposes. Yeah. And finding Jesus privately. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and it, it takes up the whole back window. And, there, and I guess one parent said if she's really that upset about not being allowed to come pick up her kids, then she can take the decal off. Yeah. So that's I guess there's a context there that should be explained. She's still picking up her kids. But Across she's the not, street. But but she has to go across the street. And the complaint is, well, these kids have to cross a dangerous intersection uh-huh. to, for me to pick them up. And that's, that's strike one. Uh-huh. Is for, is like, if you're putting your OnlyFans before the safety of your kids, yeah, that's her just doing take that. it down. Right? The other thing also, is... Also, it's... Your kids are at a private Christian school. Yeah, you know what you And you think up it's for. okay to go there with an OnlyFans thing? I'm not even, I don't even really believe in Jesus. And I'm not going to go there to a private Christian school. Yeah. I would take an Uber. Yeah. Well, and that's the the other thing is she's taking her boober. The, the kids, their kids are known in that school now by the other kids as the mom who's on OnlyFans. Yeah, not because it got out somehow, but because she broadcasts that when she gets picked. And up. I'll tell you what, so those, those kids, kids, those poor kids, are getting bullied like yeah. crazy. I know. I am telling you what, those kids that are there are not understanding about your mom having a sex account. Oh yeah, and I guarantee they're looking at it. Yeah, for a thousand percent. Yeah, can you imagine you're trying to sit in math class and, and then the kid like, next hey, to you? Your mom posted a look new at photo. your mom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just posted a new update. She's crazy. She charges twenty three dollars a month to subscribe, which I'll tell you what, for what I know about OnlyFans, that's a little pricey. Well, the quote that she gave. This is the other part. The New York. She spoke directly to the New York Post, which uh-huh. makes it sound like she is. She sought out the New York Post. I bet she did. She probably did. So she's getting publicity. We're talking for about it. her on the radio yeah, right exactly. now. Exactly. But she said on the New York Post quote that she's like her and her husband share an adventurous lifestyle uh-huh. so it made sense to like make some money off of it yeah. and share it with people uh-huh. so maybe it's like eleven fifty per person or whatever that it's two people <laughs> For guys, she has yeah, to exactly. split it yeah. it's her her tagline is i'm just a down-home southern girl that likes to have a little fun on camera yeah like i'm i'm pro sex work but that you're doing irreparable damage to your kids, to your kids. Yeah. and also are you really that much of a Christian? I don't know. Well, Is that married. getting into it? They're married. I don't know. I'm not Christian. I don't either, know if they're inviting people over or if it's just the two of them experimenting yeah. and taking pictures. Like, I don't know. Can we I don't expense know. a subscription? I <laughs> guess we could expense a subscription. We'll you're gonna, you're more, this is more your thing than my thing. Places. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to see her. I was already kind of mad at myself for looking her up and giving her a <laughs> click. Uh, anyway, 
Let's come back after. We got to go to break. When we get back, we're actually going to talk about a little bit about the parks. Uh, you, the, there's some universal updates. Oh, sure. Kanye was in town. I can't believe we're going to talk that. about it. Uh, anyway, come come back after the break. From the DeWitt Law Firm, it's the official attorney of Bungalower and the Bus. It's Mo DeWitt, and this is Mo in a Minute. Mo, what's happening? How's it going, John? I I am great. I am always great. I, when I'm with you, I'm great. <laughs> Glad to hear it. Uh, so, Mo, if you get in an accident, when is it time to call the police? Or should you call the police? So, I always advise, if you're ever in an accident, even if you're not injured, you want to call the police and get a police report if you can. And the reason for that is when you go to get your car fixed, the first thing the insurance company is going to do is look to see who's at fault in the accident. And the easiest way for them to do that is if you have an accident report. If you don't have one, you can still get your car fixed and all that kind of stuff, but it's just going to take longer. So there's going to be more delays. It's going to be tougher um, because the insurance company then has to speak to everybody. So that's why it's so helpful if you call the police and get that accident report. So if you're in an accident, call the police, wait for them, get that report, and then you should be better off in the long run. I think so. It makes things much easier. Thanks, Mo. And always remember, injured on the go, just call Mo. It's time for your weekly NZN update. NZN is Central Florida's only full-time alternative cinema and home to the Florida Film Festival. American Fiction, which was just nominated for five Independent Spirit Awards and winner of the 2023 Toronto International Film Festival, is still screening. Telling the story of a frustrated novelist who's fed up with the establishment profiting from black entertainment that relies on tired and offensive tropes. This man pens what he thinks is an outlandish black book of his own that accidentally propels him into the heart of hypocrisy and madness that he says he hates. The Valentine's Day feature movie will be Ghost and comes with an evening of live music and romantic V-Day buffet on February 14th. For more information, head to nzn.org today. Blah, blah, blah. Movies. Hey man, are you looking for a place that's not your laundry room or your kitchen table to do some work? Gotta get away from the kids? Credo Conduit is the co-working space you've been waiting for. You'll be surrounded by other creatives, entrepreneurs, coffee roasters, journalists, and nonprofit leaders who will help you celebrate your wins and help you with your needs to thrive and pursue a life of greater meaning, impact, and community. Go to CredoConduit.com today to book a tour. Welcome back to Bungalow and the Bus. This is Brendan O'Connor from Bungalower.com. I'm the editor. And then uh, our strategic partnerships director is here, too. It's Mike Donahue. I'm here. Hey, Mike. Hi. Thanks for subbing in, man. Yeah, my pleasure. Always happy to be on. You always have better things to say than I do. So I don't know good. if that's true, but thank you. Well, I'm pretty funny. <laughs> and I'm not. So. <laughs> hey, rent's crazy right now. Yeah. Uh, You're not a renter, thank God. No, thankfully. Yeah, I got in right when i could um but yeah it's it's nuts and it's get it's gotten worse 
every year. What do you think people are paying for uh, for a two bedroom home right now? For a two bedroom home, Renting I can't it. imagine. I mean, it's like eighteen hundred for a studio downtown right now. That's right? about so, that's the average right now. I that's guess crazy. Metro is eighteen fifty seven for a two bedroom home in Central Florida. That's so crazy. That's what Scotty and I are paying for our two bedroom dinky little uh, duplex. Yeah, I I went to L A last year. Because uh, my brother-in-law um, or stepbrother oh, yeah. graduated college, I remember, and they're from they're from suburbs of Arizona. So we're walking around downtown LA, and they're like, "Can you believe the prices of these apartments?" I'm like, "Yeah, I really can," because they're about the same as what they are it's in the Orlando same. right now. Except which is that's like, LA. Yeah, it's just crazy. It is crazy. Who's paying for these things? They're saying, uh, uh, "I just I think OBJ is where I'm getting these numbers from." Just okay. wrote about it. Uh, for a four-bedroom home, you know, like for if you're kids, right. if you got kids, you're looking after your kids, twenty eight forty nine a month. I just don't know. The median wage in Orlando is what, like 40, maybe a little lower. higher than that? Oh, is it lower I than think, that? I don't know. So, like, that's not enough to be able to live. No, if you you're become rent burdened, for, yeah, they call exactly. it. That's crazy. And I don't... Scotty's got a good job, you know? I yeah. do pretty good with all my various things. Yeah. But we spend the bulk of our money now on rent. There, It's so funny because uh, I remember when I turned 18 and I was trying to budget because I moved out when I was 18. I was like, how much do I need? And it was... The the golden rule at the time was like, it was I think it was never more than 30%, right? Uh-huh. Or something yeah, like yeah. that. And I was like, who's paying... No one can afford... Like, no one's making enough money for you to only pay 30% on rent right now. That's crazy. No one's like. Well, we have so many people that came down here uh, during the pandemic because uh-huh. c- they could make their same wage somewhere else, like from New York. Because they were ro- working remotely. San Francisco, and, yeah. yeah. And then they came to places like Orlando, which was relatively cheaper than what mm-hmm. they were paying, and they can afford to pay whatever the hell they want. I mean, we're downtown all the time, though. I see there's like younger people moving into these apartments downtown. Yeah, and but if then you can they, afford it, great. But like, if you're. If you're staking your future, your financial future for your fun couple years living in a city, like you can't save money. No, it's crazy. Yeah, we want to buy a house. Yeah, you know, I don't. Know. We can't afford to buy about. How are we going to buy a house here in Orlando? The house that we bought <laughs> has doubled in value. That is crazy. And if you, if you would, I would have laughed at someone if they had quoted the price that it's worth now. It's a condo. Us. Yeah, it's a condo. Yeah. It's, a, it's an gated community, but it's still a condo. <laughs> like it's 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 a, and not downtown. No, it's east side of Orlando. It's it's a star home and like why would anyone spend this much money on because they home? can't get anything else yeah, i know it's just crazy they can't get anything else and that's where it's going you know and that's it at, at first it was in places like the bungalow neighborhoods like we could see it i we used to do rental roundups mm-hmm. of places that you could rent for under 1500 bucks we they ran out yeah, they, they just don't, don't exist, exist. Yeah. we don't do rental roundups anymore because we can't find anywhere that anyone could afford and i don't want to like obviously this is a city that we live in and cover so i don't want to speak ill of it but like do it what's drag her what's here what's here that's so great that justifies those i'm serious those types of prices no you're it's like you're reading my diary i was sitting i was laying in bed you know i'm sick and i'm talking to my parents back in canada and and i'm just like gosh like i could probably buy a really cute little cabin in the woods in canada for 50 grand yeah you, you know th- there's you know there's nice restaurants there's michelin starred restaurants now you're close to the theme parks but like there is a lot to do in there's a, but you're not this isn't new york this isn't la this isn't yeah, why even are we Chicago. paying price yeah so what that it doesn't make sense we'll see what happens man it's getting crazy 
Uh, well, but this will make it worse. The, the Universal's opening oh, a new park in yeah. 2025. Yeah. What's it called? Epic, Epic Universe. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. And I, actually, I'm really curious about this. Did you see? Did you see the announcement and everything that they're going to have in it? No. I mean, I've been following the Nintendo thing a little bit. Yeah. There's a Nintendo World. Besides that, I don't know anything so about it. So it's centered on something called Celestial Park. Okay. Which sounds a little racist. <laughs> Why? That's <laughs> what they used to call Asians. Like we celestials, oh, right? Oh, gotcha. okay. But it's kind of like it's a little like like Elysian fields, kind of like futuristic, okay. perfect land. Okay, gardens and fountains. Like it's it's gonna be beautiful, kind of like Disney Springs, but almost like a utopia. Like you know when they have these utopia movies. Or like Star Trek. Sure, yeah. I get what you're saying. Like on the Star Trek home planet, yeah, you know, I and can, it's like, like there's the episode of Star Trek with Wesley where they're at the Federation headquarters, yeah, that kind of thing. That's yeah, what yeah. it's gonna look like. And then it's connected by these little Stargate things to these <laughs> adjoining parks, these worlds. One of them is the wizarding wizarding world of Harry Potter. They're doing another one? Yes. Okay. So every park will have its own thing. So you'll Why have to not? get a Harry Potter park hopper Why to not? see them all. It's the Ministry of Magic themed. Okay. Uh, Super Nintendo. Bureaucracy. It's just a bunch of red tape. (laughs) You just wait in line all day. (laughs) When you're waiting in line in the Ministry of Magic, does it take the magic out of the experience? (laughs) If you're it's just all those goblins holding up lists and checking you off. We just yeah, we just paid ten thousand dollars for Orlando vacation. (laughs) We're gonna go through magical bureaucratic red tape. I think it sounds amazing. Um uh, uh, How to Train Your Dragon, Isle of Burke. Okay. Which I, I love that's that a franchise. Whole, that's a whole zone? Yeah. Okay. I love them. Yeah, I just, I'm always surprised when like Avatar World comes out, whatever it's called, <laughs> Pandora. Sorry. Um, where it's like, are there enough people that are diehard fans of that property to I justify? So. I guess so. There's a, there's a, a, a dysmorphia. There's a type of dysmorphia that's about people who are sad they can't be avatars. <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> that. No, it's true. <laughs> Look it up. There's like it's like a depression because they're just so sad that they can't go to Pandora and be blue people. Okay. <laughs> right? Like furries, you know, and then they dress in that blue bodysuit and stuff, touch yeah. their tips. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh Isle of Burks, that one's Super Nintendo World. Yeah. And then Dark Universe, this Dark Universal. It's all the experiments of Doctor Victoria Frankenstein. So okay, here's what's so funny about that is I remember when the new Dracula came out and it was the new Dark Universe, and they were trying to make a Marvel universe out uh. of Frankenstein, and and all the movies flopped. But clearly, oh that yeah, because they did the Mummy with they Tom did the Cruise. Mummy, they did Wolfman with Benicio del Toro. Yeah, and it was going to be the shared universe, and they all sucked. But they're just doubling down on it, I guess. It's funny because like they own the IP kind of stuff for for a lot of that. Yeah, you so, might as well. Like, what else are you gonna it, do with yeah. it? Yeah, um, bring back Jaws. Why isn't there a Jaws world? Do their own Sea World thing, but it's yeah. just sharks. Oh, there you go. Know. Yeah. Uh, or, or just bring in Kanye West, which is what the <laughs> Travis Scott performance did recently at Kia Center this yeah. week. Uh, Kanye West showed up wearing a ski mask. Sure. And, a, and a Missy Elliott trash bag outfit. Sure, why not? <laughs> Would you, do you wish you were there? No, no, I, I don't I, either. I don't care. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Travis Scott doesn't strike me as a very good person in general. Not that neither is Kanye West. It's so I, funny. It, yeah, I, I'm I mean, seeing I'll, all these people talking about how great the Kanye West 
pop-up performance was and i'm just like yeah but he's still a trash bag of a human yeah. who hates jewish people yeah like, not a great guy i i don't know i don't have a lot of opinions on it what besides a monster. I, don't, I don't care about either of those speaking people. of another monster i'd rather hang out with this woman uh dolce huertas <laughs> is her name 60 years old she was served two drinks on a frontier flight mm-hmm. going from orlando to uh philadelphia and she uh needed to pee but they were landing so they told her to turn around she got real mad when mm-hmm. she had to sit down and, and not go pee and uh but she i i finally read the article i had seen a few headlines where that made it seem like she did pee she didn't actually pee no she, she made a show pee. of peeing yeah but not actually peeing well it got to the point where they were actually being let off the plane yeah and it was so she happening just had to wait. fast enough yeah and she she kind of got to the front or to to another exit which was not open mm-hmm. like an emergency exit and made a show that she was going to open it they said no she bumped someone with her belly to try like a, a, a an attendant to yeah. try to get her out of out of her way and then she pulled her pants down and made a show of peeing mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, she's she's facing federal charges of indecent exposure, assault, and interfering with flight crew members. She probably she, should. She uh, pulled her she pulled her fanny out right next to two kids who were just sitting politely in their chair waiting to leave, and that's where she she flashed them. What are the chances that it's the two kids that are going to the Christian school? Going to Christian. Yeah. And they just look over and like, oh, been there. Been been there. Been, yeah. God's mom does that Old too. News. Yeah. Except she gets paid yeah. on her OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> the, the, or the Philadelphia to Orlando uh frontier i would never you can't pay me to take that flight it's crazy because that's the same one with the kid that was that got lost was supposed to go to miami i think but got let out at orlando or something like that they said no like they put up the flight people put them on the wrong plane they put them on the orlando plane and and he was like six years old from experience having taken flights from philadelphia to orlando on frontier like a lot yeah uh don't is there just flight. a common denominator of trash people who live in Orlando and Philadelphia? Yeah. <laughs> is it Philadelphia yeah. is known for people who like to fight and stuff, right? Uh, I don't know. That's no? kind of well. You're from like, there. Yeah. Yeah. So we could talk about this. I don't know. I, I known to fight. I don't think is the okay. Get excited about sports. It, it's sport. Yeah. It's a sports <laughs> town, and they'll they get rowdy at sports things. Yeah. And don't th- they grease the light poles? They grease the light poles before the Super Bowl <laughs> because people climb the light poles. Um, and that just makes it more like a stripper pole because it's greased yeah, up. Yeah, it's more of a dare than anything at that point. Oh, okay. And then uh, like, can you do it? Yeah, exactly. And uh-huh. then they throw batteries on the field. They throw up on Santa, all that kind of stuff. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but the... I think just don't take frontier flights should be the lesson. Is it? Do you think that's the common denominator? I think it's. Uh, I daily there's articles about <laughs> frontier flight ends up on the island from Lost. Frontier flight lands upside down. Frontier flight, you, you know, someone dies, then it turns out they're not dead, but they buried them. I there's something the about. I I also think the route is problematic too, and the types of people who are between Philadelphia and Orlando who are taking frontier flights. I think there's this this. Uh, what's it called when the circles overlap? Yeah, it's a Venn diagram. Yeah, yeah. there's a Venn diagram that is created. But trashy people and people that take frontier flights. If was, a yeah, flat circle. And then and in where the overlap is that flight between yeah. Orlando and Philadelphia. Yeah. And it's just chaos. It's weird. It's it opens it. up a, a fracture in time and space <laughs> yeah. where people just can't contain themselves. I think there's certain there's a certain type of person that when they get on an airplane. 
I don't know if it's the pressure or they're allergic to the peanuts. I think like something happens that makes your brain click. I think air travel is a very stressful thing, and people will double down when they get em- embarrassed and or feel trapped. Stress- yeah, or called out on rude behavior because that's happened to me before someone put their feet up on the thing like behind me and i asked them not to and they just kept banging on it for the rest of the flight because i think on cert- a frontier flight yeah i think if you're stressed out it's like a bad gauntlet pressure situation of you're stressed out you don't want to be on a frontier flight but you have to be on a frontier flight and someone calls <laughs> you or you have to go to the bathroom and you're not allowed it's kind of like um uh, like, like if you, they say like when the power is out for a certain amount of time, you, people go crazy. People go crazy. Oh, is that true? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, did you watch Primal? <laughs> the animated, <laughs> the cartoon, series? Yeah, the yeah, animated yeah. Yeah. It's an animated series about a caveman uh, who basically becomes friends with a dinosaur. Uh, but the, one of the episodes is called The Primal Theory, and, and it's these guys in Victoria age of the future uh, who just are like, if you remove certain things like mm-hmm. electricity and, and like certain environmental factors, everyone has the capacity of just oh, resorting yeah. to their primal nature and I, going crazy. I don't think it takes a lot. I think anyone who drives on I-4 on a daily basis could tell you. People are getting shot on I-4. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're one Just bag. drive by random shootings on I-4. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I got to stop flipping people off. I give people the finger. It's not worth it. Liberally. Yeah, it's not worth it. Uh there's that video from last year of the guy so mad that he shot out his own windshield trying to shoot someone else on. Wow. I think that was 417. I that saw one. that. Yeah. 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 It's not worth it. But I yeah, I don't You I, say that, but these people don't care cuz they're gone they've gone primal. No, I know, but I think everyone has that in them as a thing. Like that's crazy behavior. But Oprah said you and everyone's racist if you get cut off in your car. If you get cut off in traffic, you will find a reason to hate the person oh, who just sure. cut you off. Yeah, yeah. I maybe paraphrased that wrong. It was a long time ago that she said that, but it was something like that. Seems like an Oprahism. Yeah. You're confusing it with that one where she gave cars to everybody in the audience. Yes. <laughs> that was the one. Yeah. And then she was like, here you go, everybody gets the cars. Yeah. Now I'll leave the parking lot at the same time and let's see who's racist or There's not. another TV show, I think it's called Evil on, on Amazon, and it's about these people who work for the Vatican to investigate uh possession it's, okay. it's a possession have you so heard of this this is a fictional one. Oh, i remember this show yeah it's really yeah good. i remember what there's it, yeah. a sleep paralysis demon okay oh like uh i don't know what, anyway i don't know what i'm even talking about <laughs> okay. florida is seeing an influx of coyotes yeah um what do you think about coyotes uh so uh my my other half of my family lives in Arizona, which I think I mentioned just a couple of minutes ago. Yeah, just bragging so all the time. Yeah, no, 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 but coyotes are a real problem there. Okay. And you can't like let your animals out too far unsupervised, which you shouldn't anyways, because the coyotes will get yeah. them. And they, they come if during the summer months, if you have a pool, they swim in your pool and all that kind of stuff. So you see them a lot out there. Um, I didn't know. Are they native to Florida? I don't think I knew that. People say they aren't. I I think they are, and they're present in every county of the of the state. Um, and as a you know, I went to school for environmental growth management, yeah. so environmental studies and city planning. And I wanted to get into a major of urban wildlife, so I, it's something that I've always followed. Mm-hmm. Uh, coyotes are just really well suited to urban living. They and they they're most active when most people are asleep. Right. 
There's food everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know they don't necessarily have to hunt your house cat. Right, they're gonna if right. it's there because they're opportunistic. But people, it's funny. We live in this age where you have an illusion that city living means no animals, no wildlife, mm-hmm. right? And so people are really shook when things like this uh, shake that bubble. Mm-hmm. And uh, Orlando specifically, you know, like with the bears that we're seeing more of, uh, there's not a wall around Orlando, right? Right. And there's a lot of big green spaces where like a big old moth-eaten quilt, you know. So is there is there like a humane solution to this problem? The humane solution is we need to adapt with the coyotes and not let our dogs and animals out in a day in times of the day when we will encounter them. And you also need to not just leave your trash around for animals too, because it's easier if, if you're feeding them through inaction. Mm-hmm. Right, like I lived in Banff, Alberta, for a hot minute, and that's in a national park in Canada. And every household had to have bear-safe containers for your trash, because if you just leave your trash out, you're going to get a grizzly. Right. You know, you just get or wolves. You just you can't mess with that. And that's something that I think we should do everywhere. I don't think it should just be when you're in a national park. Sure. Yeah. No. I mean that makes sense. I guess, but coexistence up to a point doesn't you isn't realistic i think it is well there's safety concerns for like, one well coyotes attacking you can't kill them all no you i just can't that's not necessarily what i'm proposing they're always going to come back right and so like you either call them to a smaller number where you encounter them less mm-hmm. uh but that means being very proactive about it there's like that's like a stewardship side of it there and and they the government doesn't want to do that because that's expensive as it is now, the fish and wildlife, they don't interfere mm-hmm. unless there's like, unless it's in your house, right? Like they, they, okay. they make you hire a private trapper okay, to take care of nuisance animals. Well, maybe we should go into that business because if they keep breeding like this, there's They're a lot of money to be made. I've seen them. I've seen, trapping. Yeah, <laughs> there's really rare black ones that live in Audubon Park oh, and make their way into, uh, I just saw one in Ivanhoe Village. You know, in the same spot, I've actually seen it three times now at a little intersection over near Summerlin, uh, near Lake Highland Prep. And uh, you just got to get used to seeing them. I think they're just as, I think they're as pervasive as squirrels. We just don't see them as much because they're out at night. You're probably right, but there is a huge difference between squirrels and coyotes. Just like there's a huge difference between coyotes and bears. Like if there were the number of bears here that there were coyotes... That's a that's a humanitarian problem at that point. It is, but that's but you won't see that because the carrying capacity is different no, for, for a larger animal like that. But coyotes, you know, I don't like we have um, people love these cats. You know, they call it like uh, neighborhood cats is, mm-hmm. is what people who love these feral cats call yeah. them. It's a neighborhood pet. It's not a neighborhood pet. That's that that animal is eating all no, the birds. You know, like it's I agree. it's the worst. I and people get so mad at me when I <laughs> I love animals. Yeah, I love animals. But when I see a feral cat, it, most of you them are shoot. sick. <laughs> no, you trap it. You can't because <laughs> people would flip out. Um, that's the only thing keeping you at bay. It is. It's the only thing because there's a part of me because there's a guy in Australia who hunts them because uh-huh. they're invasive and they kill. 
native wildlife and then he traps them and he makes them into fur coats and stuff. Oh boy. And it's very dichotomous. You know, people flip out. It's uh not or diversive. It's a very diversive subject. Uh. There needs to be uh, a hands-on approach to urban wildlife, and I think that's the only way that we're ever going to like live in sync with things, including coyotes, including feral cats, uh, or passing black bears. Okay. And we're just not going to see that because it costs too much. Uh, Cupid's Undie Run is on February 17th, which is a run with people in underwear uh, for Valentine's Day. So go check that out. Does the- that support anything or is just... I don't, yeah, I don't children's need to phrase cancer it that way, but, research. Okay. Uh, but if you want to run in your underwear, go for it. I, I just I was trying to remember if it was a charity thing or not. Yeah, it's a very specific type of children's cancer, and I can't remember off the top of my head what it is. But we just wrote about it. You can find out about it on bunglower.com. Cool. And then this weekend is the Olympic uh, marathon trials. Yeah. So if you're Stay headed to downtown, downtown. don't <laughs> yeah. just don't don't go downtown. It's gonna be great unless you're on your bike. Yeah, or unless you're going specifically to watch the races. Otherwise, yeah. you're not getting You're just anywhere. not. Yeah. It's going to be insane. Yeah. Uh, there are street parties all around. At Milk District specifically, a lot of those businesses, since they're affected, they're going to be doing outdoor events. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know uh, Sideward Brewing is doing a, a block party right across the street. Milk House, they're doing something. Our friends over at... Uh, uh, District Dive, the gay bar, they're doing something outside. Actually, oh, if man. you're a bungalow buddy, you it's get Christmas a happy Day hour price. <laughs> yeah, go check them yeah. out. <laughs> all those, all those bears, we love and watching <laughs> yeah. all those runners. And uh, we're out of time. That was quick. I know that was quick and easy. Thanks to everybody for tuning in. Uh, John will be back next week, and uh, hopefully, my voice will be back. <laughs> We're in the same register right now. We are, right? How do people Whoa. tell us apart? I guess mine's just super gay and fabulous. A little Southern and a little Canadian. It's a little confusing. Uh, we'll see you next week. Bye.